Odds are, if you're listening to this podcast, you've already seen Emily Cochran and Lindsay Moppert somewhere. Whether it's as cheerleaders at a football game, anchors on Owl Sports Update shows, or student activists with the Sports Media Society for Women, these two best friends are just about inescapable in the Temple sports world. They sat down with me to talk about everything they do and how they balance it all. My name is Jay Rosen, and this is Owl Sports Update Off Air. Thank you, Emily and Lindsay, for joining me on Owl Sports Update Off Air. Can you guys introduce yourselves really quickly? Hi, everyone. Uh, my name's Lindsay Moppert. I'm a senior journalism major. Hi, guys. My name's Emily Cochran, and I'm a junior journalism major. And you guys are both incredibly involved in like 12 different directions of the Temple Athletics world. So just give me like a brief rundown. Like what are some of the things that you do? To start, we're both uh, members of the cheerleading team. Uh, We've been since freshman year. Um, Lindsay's a captain, which is really cool. She's been a captain since, what, sophomore year, going into junior year. Um, And then we both are members of Al Sports Update, which is Temple's student-run sportscast. Uh, We're both on air for that but we do a lot of the technical stuff as well like putting together packages and stuff yeah and then on top of that emily and i are both uh heavily involved in the student organization sports media society for women emily is the president madam president and i'm the vice president so i am her right hand man so those are just a few things that we do together how long have you guys known each other So her freshman year, my sophomore year um, in camp, we have camp every year for cheer. And it was like the first practice and we're doing, you know, we're sitting in a circle getting to know each other, going around doing names because nobody knows each other. And so you say your name, you know, a little fun fact, do your major, stuff like that. And everyone's like, I'm Sally. My major is nursing. And I'm like, okay, (laughs) nursing, nursing, this, that, like, you know, pre-med, all that stuff. And then, and then we get to Emily. She's like straight across the circle. She's like, hi, I'm Emily. I'm a journalism major. And I was like, that's my girl right there. (laughs) Yeah. So that's my distinct memory of like, honestly being like, I love her because she was the only other one on the team that was a journalism major and yeah specifically broadcast journalism major was the thing too like we both wanted to do the same thing like with our career and stuff and i think that's what also made us like super close because we literally had the same schedule like i remember freshman year i had like one or two classes with her we would go right from class to lift we'd go right from lift to practice like it was just like a constant like i was with her 24 7 my freshman year so i think even though we aren't in the same grade we were still like super close and she was kind of like my mentor in a way because she kind of knew the ropes of all the other clubs but really really like since we are like involved in the same things and i really was trying to put my you know foot in the door i think that's the expression um i, I really looked up to lindsay and everything that she was doing and i just kind of wanted to you know be like her 
for all of our listeners who are not intimately familiar with the Temple cheerleading universe, what do you guys do? Like, obviously, we see you at the basketball games. We see you at the football games. But there's a lot more going on, right? So we basically start... Like, it's a never-ending circle for us. Um, it Tryouts start in May, and then we, right away, we start practicing. We practice, like, in the summer, and then once August comes, we go to a camp, and it's, like, very serious. Like, these are intense skills. And then games start, and games do take up a lot of time because you want to make sure that you do look good at the games um, because that's what the people are seeing. Even though, like, we can say all we want – oh, we do all this and you guys aren't seeing it, it's still, it's an effect that we want everyone else to be like, oh, they're still good, even though this is just them at the football game. And cheering on our teams, like football, basketball, like we do say like, oh yeah, it's a small part of what we do, but it is a big part of what we do too. Usually at the games, people don't realize like how much we actually practice for the specific games. Like, People just see us sometimes waving, throwing up a few stunts, doing some passes or whatever. But in reality, like we do not only practice for nationals a lot of the time, but in the beginning of the year, we are mainly focusing on the games we cheer up because honestly, if we don't look like we know what we're doing at the games, then we're not going to get as many perks from athletics or respect from athletics per se. So I think the better we look and the more we prepare for looking good at games, even though not everybody's attention is going to be on us at the games, and we know that, we still have to make sure we look good for athletics so that we can continue to like grow as a team and you know work our way up to the other perks that a lot of the other teams get. Then we go to nationals, and then we continue basketball. And then as soon as basketball ends, tryouts. Boom. Never-ending circle. We don't have an off-season. A lot of people don't get that. Um, we're probably the only athletic team here that doesn't have – an off season, I feel like, um, just because like, I mean, you can still spring train and like summer train or where whatever, but like at the same time, like we have things going on every single like month of the year. Same with like appearances. Like we do stuff for the university. Like tomorrow I'm going to a toy drive in the fall. It's like really busy. And most of the time it's like practice all throughout the week, Saturday games, Sunday, like appearance of some sort. So you guys talked about the difference between game day and your competition stuff. I imagine a lot of our listeners have no idea what a cheer competition looks like, aside from like maybe a couple of movies that represent it. Everybody's like initial thought is like, oh, like you do a bring it on cheerleader suit. Like you low key kind of do, but (laughs) it's like much different. Like um, in high school, we would go to competitions like every weekend. Um, whereas like college, you are working all of these months just for one very important, the most important competition of the year. But what the thing is, like, since it is in January, in December, we don't get like a winter break. Like everybody has like at least a month and a half off work. We have two days like every day, except for like maybe three or four during like the week of Christmas. It's like the day before Christmas Eve, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, and the day after Christmas Day. And that's it. And I guess, like, the difference is, like, we do a lot harder stuff at the actual competition than we would do at, like, a game day because, like I said, like, most of the attention is not going to be on us. Like, people will look at us, but they're not going to be like, oh, they aren't throwing, like, a hard skill. Like, they're not going to think that. They're going to think that everything we do is cool because the smallest thing that we do could impress a lot of people. When do you start working on the Nationals routine? 
We we would start drilling like motions in November, I would say. Yeah. And then we didn't really get a full routine until winter break. Yeah. So it's a really compressed schedule for that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And whereas like other teams like like Alabama, like I'm sure they had their routine choreographed like months in advance. Yeah. Jenna, our coach, does an amazing job though, like choreographing our stuff. She's like a mastermind behind all of it. I don't even think she needs months in advance to like help us. I think the way our system runs is like very smooth. Yeah, because you guys did pretty well at nationals this year. We competed in two different divisions. So we compete in all-girl D1A. It's like a traditional routine. So it's more so um, this is like that routine is where all the hard skills are done. That routine is very skill-based. Um, the best, like we go up against the best of the best in the entire country. Alabama in the co-ed division with their guys like Kentucky, insane, UCF, like really, really good programs. We haven't made finals for that division in 10 years. As you can tell, that's, it just shows like how difficult of a division it is. And we placed six. That is a huge deal for us. And compared to like a few years ago, we had, you know, Alabama Ole Miss cheerleaders like coming over to us and being like, are you Texas? And now they're like, oh, they're like, oh, Temple's here. They're like, like, they know our name now. Yeah, like that alone is like a big deal. And then in the game day division, last year we actually won. So we were coming off a national title, national win last year. So obviously that's a bit, it's it's hard. To I don't even want to talk about it. Yeah, Emily's it, already it, shaking her head about it. It's a little hard to come off of that. We knew who our top like competitors were going to be. It was going to be Ole Miss and, um, you know, schools like UNLV, they've won in the past. Um, Ole Miss was like right on our tail last year. We really did very well. Like I wouldn't change a thing. I we just, did great. We lost by point. Wow. One of one point. When you say point one points, what is the scale of these? So it's a hundred. It's a, on a hundred. So you lost like a, on one yes. tenth of a point of yes. one to so one. So it was yes. they. They scored a ninety-seven point two three three three. We had a ninety-seven point one three three three. So it was a one number difference. Like that's that's a that tie. That's it's a tie. Here with COVID, we only went up against what was it? three teams i think there was four of us or yeah, maybe yeah. it was three all together so this year we went up against what was it 10 10 or 12 something like that i think it was like 10 for yeah. game day yeah so we wanted to go back and be like no we can we can win against more than three teams like mm -hmm. we can we can come back with a better got about as, with as close energy. as you can get yeah no I know, actually, and that's that the is thing. the closest that you can get <laughs> and our parents and our coach was like oh you guys should be so proud and we just wanted to bash our heads into walls but it's fine <laughs> yeah. it's we're not a small school but in comparison to some of these game day schools like Ole Miss and Penn State uh we went up against Penn State and they didn't even make it into the final round it's crazy that we can go up against those schools who have such a huge game day atmosphere whereas like we're not on that level and we're still a tenth of a point away from a school like that i think what i think about the the score but that yeah, does, I mean, it doesn't matter it yeah. doesn't matter but it's kind of cool now because we won last year they won this this year so maybe next year it's gonna be a little bit of a rivalry i think for yeah. game day which is actually cool because we have never like had that before yeah yeah it's cool to be like at that level where people are coming for you yes exactly yeah. like we were saying one of our teammates said that her friend on penn state was like 
we watched you guys today. Like, we watched your video. And we were like, you watched our video? They watch our film while they're practicing. It's like how we, we have to, like, look at other teams at practices and be like, oh, they look good here. We have to improve on this. And yeah. I feel like that's what they do with us now because we've, like, grown so much within the game day division. Yeah. For a team that hasn't made finals in 10 years, can you talk about how you guys grew and how that's changed in the time you've been here? So when I was a freshman, we actually had a different head coach. So then when that head coach left, Jenna was the assistant coach, our coach now, and she stepped up, became the head coach, and literally changed everything. And ever since then, it's been, we've just been on such an upward tick, like, Jenna is truly the best coach that I've ever had. Her coaching style is very like, she knows we're adults, so she doesn't feel the need to yell and scream and do this and that. Like, you know the standard that she holds you to, and you almost just, you're just disappointed in yourself if you're not at that standard. She has truly been the reason for why our team and our program is on such an upward trend. I'm sure we can talk about cheer for hours and hours oh, and hours, yeah. but you guys are involved in so many other things. I just want to highlight some of them. And one of them that I want to highlight is when you introduced yourselves and you were talking about your activities is SMSW. Yes, of course. So SMSW is a group uh, organization here at Temple that advocates for the advancement of women in sports media specifically. It's been great. I got elected going into my junior year as the president and I was a little bit nervous just because I didn't really know like that much. I didn't really know how to run an org like you know so it was a little hard but I was really happy that Lynn's was VP because we kind of you know, grew it together. And also the standard that SMSW had like before we were elected into the e-board was just so like good. Erin Steffi is the founder. She pretty much came up with the idea and built it from the ground up with I think eight members, um, just under eight members. And now we have about 80 in the group chat. So it's just, it's a lot of pressure to keep, you know, her Legacy. Pretty much SMSW, our goal is to bring in guest speakers on a monthly basis to get our girls connected with uh, those people for when they go into the real world and start their careers. So we've had uh, Jamie Apodi on there, we've had Tracy Davidson, Cortland Bragg, and a bunch of other people who are in the sports media industry and we've been able to like kind of create this contact list for everybody for after they graduate and they can just kind of hopefully they'll remember us in a way that's really special and yeah it's a it's a really special organization because i think it means a lot to us and we obviously want to keep it alive as much as possible because i think women in sports is growing so much even in directions that aren't media related um, you know, we have like business majors and Fox people in our program who want to get into sports management. So I think finding people and guest speakers that have like a background in that is also really important and not just like reporters and sideline people, you know what I mean? So it's a pretty young organization. Yeah, 2019 was when it was established. So I was a freshman, Lens was a sophomore. Jamie Apodi, when she came to speak with us, she was like, she was like astonished that we had a group for this um, reason and like for the support and to get like all these guest speakers and like to network with everyone. She was like, I wish I had something like this. So that was something that like 
has always stuck with me because it's like, wow, I am lucky that not only do we have this organization where, um, you know, we are networking with people and like even when you're reaching out to them on social media, be like, hey, you come talk to our org. We also have each other. So like even if we didn't bring in any guest speakers like I know my I know my ladies now like I know who I can come to when it comes to certain topics and certain things like we can always bring that like stuff into the group chat and it the same goes for like events nearby people throw that stuff in the group chat and and it's just been yeah it's been great like honestly for for everyone our next guest speaker is actually the VP for marketing at the Philadelphia Union so we, we try to get as many people as we can, like, with versatile backgrounds so that it's not just media specifically. I think you can just tell from the group chat, like, a lot of people want to be in sports because it's fun. It's a fun industry to be in. It's fun to work in that kind of environment. And I think joining a club like this is very beneficial because we are bringing in professional people who know what they're talking about, who have unlimited connections and really meaningful connections that we can literally take with us after we graduate. You guys obviously are both continuing down the sports broadcast journalism direction, and you've been able to do that at Temple through Owl Sports Update, right? Yes. Yes. Can you guys talk about like what you guys have done with with OSU and what other kinds of media stuff that's led to? So I actually got started a pretty similar situation to me and Emily except um she was she was a bit older I was a freshman and um Sarah Metz she was on the cheer team uh she was a senior and she was involved in Al Sports and she came up to me and when she found out that that's something I was interested in and she's like you have to get involved you have to get involved and my schedule didn't like fit around the time. So I'm like, okay, next semester. So I got involved my second semester, my freshman year. Um, and at first, yeah, it was very difficult to get like, for me, it, it just, I felt like I didn't know why everyone was so advanced in editing and writing and all of this stuff coming in there as a freshman when my journalism classes were basics and like research and stuff like that. And, it, and I hadn't got into the editing part of it yet. So I was very intimidated my freshman year, um, but I did, I managed to get on the desk one time um, and then I fell in love with it. It was right before summer hit and I was like, yes, I'm definitely doing this. So my sophomore year, I was involved, but not as much as I really should have been or I wanted to be. Um, So for me, it really started my junior year. I took the class. It's an option to take the class. Once I like really got familiar with the whole process of writing a pitch, doing a package, um, editing it, all that stuff. So once I got into that, my spring semester, my junior year, I actually uh, went to do some news with Temple Update because I was like, I want to take the class. I actually was their sports desk anchor for a semester. And then this past semester, um, I started anchoring for Al Sports. Uh, I had a co-anchor. Um, on our traditional show and then this semester I'm actually anchoring I'm flying solo this semester um, with our show Al Access Pass so it has truly that was a mouthful but it has truly like I have no idea what I would be doing if I did not initially get involved with Al Sports. My journey is actually very similar to Lindsay's. Um, I got involved second semester freshman year as well 
Lynn's taught me the ropes. I was kind of like her right hand man the whole time, and Matt was like, you guys are together all the time. What's going on? Like, do you want to start getting involved, or do you just want to sit at Lindsay's hip the whole time? And I was like, I want to sit at Lindsay's hip the whole time. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) So um, that actually, like, I mean, I, I knew I wanted to get a head start early, too. So I took the class. I actually took the class second semester, sophomore year, and it's not really um, a thing to really take it sophomore year. You're usually supposed to take it junior or senior year. And I fell in love with it. Um, I, like Lindsay said, I was getting into packages every week. I think the biggest part of my like love for being in the sports media world is finding stories that go outside of the actual sport. Sidebar pieces are fun and all, but I feel like the real stories lie behind the actual athlete. So that's what I really tried to do. And then junior year, I actually was offered an opportunity to be a reporter for a senior show called Inside the Nest. Uh, Ray Dunn and Jackson Neal anchored that one, and me and my friend Eric were actually able to report for it every week. And it was a great experience. It was like my first time actually being in studio, because especially with COVID, uh, when I took the class would be in the studio. Now, second semester, junior year, um, I'm actually an anchor, which is really cool with, um, I have a co-anchor, his name is Max. We actually had our first show last week, it went really well. Um, So I'm excited to keep putting out some good content with him. And it's opened some doors for you guys, right? I had an internship last spring um, with the Sports Fan Base Network, so I was kind of I was doing some sideline stuff um, over the summer in Camden. I would go down twice a week, and I would go to this new basketball league um, in Camden, and I would do some, I would do probably six interviews a night. So that got me a lot of experience. And so after that, then in the fall, I got an opportunity to do a sideline gig with Lafayette College. Um, I was asked to do Temple women's games, um, basketball, which I'm actually doing one tonight. So I've done a couple of those, and then uh, maybe like a few weeks ago, um, I was asked to do some Drexel games. It's kind of just bleeding one thing into the next. And you guys have started to be recognized for the work that we're doing. The first package I ever put together in all of our sports update wins an Emmy. Like, bye, I don't know. (laughs) I was like, what? I can literally do this 10 times better than I did back when I did it as a sophomore. I just got lucky and I was able to pitch a really great story. Can you brag for a minute? Can you just (laughs) brag for a minute? (laughs) I pitched a story that was like not a common story. It was a risk because it has to do with the community of North Philadelphia, has to do with gun violence. But it was on Khadijah Bowen. She's a Temple basketball alumna and she was great. It was really emotional. I literally cried during the interview. Um, It was about like an hour and a half long and she just talked to me about her life and her story and I was like, how the heck am I supposed to put this in a minute 30 package? Like I can't, like I want to tell this woman's story in a big long documentary, but there's no time in the show for that. So they pretty much gave me the option to do like a four minute mini doc on her life and they would put it on social. It got a lot of recognition, which was really cool. And those are the type of stories that I love doing. So I was really happy I won because of that one. How much has the combination of OSU, cheer, SMSW, your schoolwork, like how have you put that all together and made that a vision for the future? Sometimes I want to do it all. Being a cheerleader gives you opportunities to 
be enthusiastic, to be personable, to speak to people you don't typically want to speak to, or like just talking to random people. Like you have to have energy when you're a cheerleader, and you also have to have energy when you're on desk as an anchor, as a reporter. So I think having those two overlap is like super beneficial for us in our careers. Ever since I was little, literally on like a peewee team, you are right up in the action, right up on the sideline, like you're in the game. That is where I want to be at all times. And to be able to think that, okay, after this season, my cheerleading career is done, but I could still have that same feeling if I'm down on the field, but I'm doing it in a different way that I still love. I'm still getting to interact with people. I'm still getting to interview people post game, like that is such an exciting thought that, yeah, I mean, they completely overlap in that way. Well, you guys obviously have so many fingers and so many pots around Temple, and you are so incredibly accomplished at all of them. So I want to thank you guys for coming on to the pod and sharing these experiences. I think that Temple and the sports media environment around here are lucky to have you guys and you guys have really pushed the boundaries of what we can do and paved the way for shows like this and we'll see where we go next. Thanks so yeah, much, thanks Jay. For having us. This episode of Val Sports Update Off Air was produced and edited by me, Jay Rosen. Our executive producer is Matt Fine and our senior producer is Haley Palmer. You can follow Owl Sports Update on Twitter and Instagram or on our website, owlsportsupdate.com. And you can find every episode of Owl Sports Update off-air on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. <laughs>